Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is March 2nd, 2020. It is National Garden Naked Day, and this is Queer All Year. Was that okay, McGee, you think? I'm joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Big G, and uh, I'm not sure uh, what this face is. <laughs> oh, I think it's going to work out. Okay. But um, you know who isn't going to be doing uh, any kind of naked gardening? Um, Dad. Well, yeah, that too. But uh, Osama bin Laden, because he died today in 2011. Oh, yeah, May yeah. 2nd. Do you remember, like, uh, during, like, uh, I was in Manhattan at the time, and I was just outside, and I started seeing fireworks going off. I was like, what the heck's going on? Like, why random fireworks? Do you remember? Fire- no. Were there fireworks wherever you what, were? What day was it? It was, um, it was May 2nd, 2011. 2011. Uh, I don't know what day of the week that was. I, th- I, re- I think I remember it being a, a school night, because I was... See, I had to go to college or I had to go to school the next day. Um, Nathan and my anniversary, like dating anniversary, is May 2nd, and so we were probably out on a date. Um, and I don't know, we either probably missed the fireworks or assumed they were for us or something. It's our (laughs) 10th anniversary today, yay! 10 years, what dating? Yeah, like we've been together. Because you said your 10th anniversary earlier, and I was like, what are you even talking about? Yeah, we've been together like, 10 years. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. This, well, this, cool, uh, congrats. Shelter in place is really, uh, I'm not straining it, but, uh, <laughs> whoo. Sometimes yeah, you gotta it's... get away from your significant other. <laughs> that is what I hear. These things have really been pushing people's relationships. I think it's going to be good for me. There are going to be a bunch of single women after this. Yeah, but they're all going to be crazy for a little while. <laughs> yeah, well, so am I. Yeah, but, that works. Um, so, yeah, we were going to just have a real quick uh, uh, little talk on Osama before we yep. go into the big thing here. Yep, um, and so we're calling Osama a positive thing because we have a negative thing. Um, we, uh, oh, are we, we have a trigger okay. warning for suicide. Um, I would say if you want to jump to, I don't know, how long do you think, McGee? Will you just put in something here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, uh, okay. Yeah. We'll slide it in. I'll yeah, cut okay. this and put something um, in. Yeah. And then pick so up. So skip to that point if you want to, uh, avoid this part of this story. Yeah, and then we will have more good things to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, this isn't really a good thing. This is just my opinion on what happened with that Osama bin Laden thing. Because to me, it was a propaganda move that they chose right then. Um, I, I of course, well, not of course, but I voted for Obama because I believed in him and I, I liked his first term. But that doesn't mean that he's immune from politics you know he's still a politician i personally believe or think that maybe pakistan killed him a while ago and uh we demanded that they uh let us make it look like we caught him because we really needed a victory there to make a you know we needed to 
to make Afghanistan worth it, we had to be the ones that caught Osama bin Laden or else, you know, what, what was it for? See, this is the kind of segment I suggested would go at the end where you teach me things. <laughs> well, yeah, but then you said you wanted to do lighter at the end, so I was like, well, okay. It doesn't, necessar- it doesn't ne- necessarily have to be lighter, I guess. Just, like, teach me something. Teach me how to Dougie. Or whatever. Um, I can teach you how to Dougie. I, I know, because I, no fewer than two times have I walked into one of our, you know, family's houses, usually Grace's, to find you hmm. teaching every female in the family how to Dougie. At <laughs> hey, least I taught twice. Quinn as well. I taught, I taught some men how to Dougie. You have taught this family how to Dougie twice. This family is not good at retaining how to Dougie. Well, I mean, it's important to remember the Dougie, because that guy died at the, um, just the beginning of his fame. He, I don't even remember his name, but, <laughs> um, little Dougie, or no, uh, uh. I imagine Teach Me How to Dougie, his name would be Dougie, wouldn't it? Well, maybe it's not, I don't know. But, uh, that guy's dead from a drive-by shooting. Oh, that's so, not... uh, Yeah, that's not good. It's but, always drive-by. Um, so do we want to talk about, like, my story that's not... Yeah, let's yeah. just go in. Okay. So we're going to talk about Justin Fashionu. Is That's what I came up with, right? That sounds like what you yeah. came up with, yeah. Fashionu. He was a, a, um, a professional English footballer. So we would call it soccer because we're wrong. It's, uh, he's a footballer. Uh, his full name is Justinius... Sunny Fash Fashionu and I would totally go by Justinius. Like, why are you not going by Justinius? He was born in 1961 in the UK. He became a Hall of Fame UK footballer. His father was a Nigerian barrister, and his mother was Guyanese, a Guyanese nurse. And the word Guyanese always makes me think about Jim Jones. So that sucks for everyone in Guyana. You're so, always thinking of Jim Jones. Look, you, <laughs> the, you cannot disassociate Guyana from Jim Jones. That's just what I actually they need, don't know what Guyana is. They need but... to change their name. <laughs> um, is that where Jonestown was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty famously. But I'm going to yawn. Okay, sir. I didn't sleep last yeah, night. Super great. Uh, energy on our side you know what i went out there and i did an energy count and i did all sorts of theater things and so my energy's a bit better anyway that's true his parents divorced when he was young i couldn't find the age they were um and he and his brother john were sent to a bernardo's home so bernardo's home is a charity founded in 1866 to care for vulnerable children I'm not sure what was vulnerable about Justin and John, except maybe that their parents weren't together and neither parent wanted to take them. Um, That sucks. Bernardo's um, actively for a long time participated in a colonization campaign in which UK and Irish children's shelters exported their children to homes and colonies across the world where these children were almost universally physical physically emotionally and sexually abused as well as used as slaves the program quote ended around 1995 so this started 
I mean, it started cow. after 1866, but it didn't stop officially or whatever until 1995. Um, and an inquiry into it only started in 2014. And the House of Lords just passed a bill at the end of 2019 to compensate survivors and implement laws to keep it from happening again. So, um, and there's a very long history of that happening to Irish children as well. All that kind of thing. Just, you know, uh, just the UK and, and colonies and whatnot. Just have, like, treating children like slaves and... And whatnot. But so luckily, Ju Justin and John were fostered by Alf and Betty Jackson, who raised them in Norfolk, Norfolk, Norfolk. Mm -hmm. You know what? I can say it in my head, and it's really weird to say it out loud. Weird. Norf Norfolk. Norfolk. <laughs> I'm going to have to put a bunch of bleeps in there. Norfolk. <laughs> Norfolk. In what sounds like a normal loving home. Unfortunately, though, they were the, like, the only two black people in the entire town, according to John. And they were subjected to terrible racial abuse from the community. Um... It turns out that Justin was especially great at boxing when he was young, on top of his football prowess, and most people thought he was going to go pro with boxing. But then he flipped it and went pro uh, football. Um, and so he went professional in football for Norwich City at the age of 17 in 1978. And now UK oh, football and oh, oh. its relation to young people is complicated. It's too complicated to go into because this is not a sports thing. Um, basically the club kind of adopts you from ages as young as like 12, if they think they can mold you or, or you're good or whatever. Um, and then you, you're just kind of owned by the club and they raise you in their youth team. And then you kind of like work your way up to the adult team or something. But 17 is still pretty young. I'm pretty sure he became the first black footballer in England to be worth a million pounds when he signed with Nottingham Forest, the oldest oh, football club in England. I am such a stupid American. I've been sitting here trying to figure out what the heck you're talking about. Football, you're talking about soccer, <laughs> like actual football. I've been... Yeah, yeah I said... I'm such I said, a stupid American. I said actual <laughs> fo football, not soccer. Earlier. Yeah, I, I missed that because I was looking through the notes. But... <laughs> Continue. <laughs> okay. So he was signed with Nottingham Forest, which is the oldest football club in England. And it was one of the best for several years. I think they're decently okay now from the stats that I read that I could understand, which are like none. Seemed like they were doing okay. Then he was loaned to Southampton in uh, 1982. And loaned is a weird, wor weird word. And then he was sold to Knotts County in December of that year for 150,000 pounds. And I mean, I know that sold there is, is probably the equivalent of traded here. But using the word sold when we're talking about a black football player. like Yeah, that's maybe, a little. Maybe y'all should start using traded over there. Yeah. So a knee injury almost ended his career, and he went to L.A. for surgery. Uh, he played briefly for the L.A. Heat, who is... Are they still the L.A. Heat, or are they Mi the Miami Heat? Um, well, that's a... It's a... Um, it, are they all it's called different soccer things? here. Miami Heat is a basketball team. 
right. There's it. several Los Angeles Heat. There's also a, a hockey team, apparently. Nothing should be <laughs> able... No sport should be able to have the name of a sport team that already exists. No matter oh, what Oh, wait. Sport I think is. they're not still playing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They, they, uh, uh, they were done by 1990. Okay. I got no clue. But he played for the LA Heat, and then he went to Canada, and then he went back to England by 1989. In 1990, he came out as gay and became the only professional footballer in England to come out while still playing. Uh, his Dang. family... Very but, brave. Yeah. His family absolutely would not accept him or his sexuality. Oh. Um, in an interview earlier, uh, earlier this year, so it was like February 2020, I think it was, uh, John, his brother, admitted that he'd paid Justin, uh, quote, a substantial amount of money to not come out and say he was gay. So when he came out and said he was gay, that was a little bit too much. So that's when they became estranged. And um, if he did take money and said he wouldn't come out and then he did come out, I would say that's kind of crappy, you know? Yeah, just like, shouldn't have, sh- should have given the money back or Yeah, something. don't do your brother like that. But still... Um, yeah, don't, don't bribe your brother to not come out. Um, so after this, after he came out, um, his crowds would taunt him while he was on the field, um, showing how hatred of queer people overrides even the frenetic loyalty of football hooligans. God, starring the, the AIDS era, it's just some... It's not oh, even crap. the AIDS era. Like, there was homophobia before AIDS, you know? Right, but I just mean, like, that surely played a huge part into it. I guess. I think it's, I think it's just that, like, gay well, people were Because things becoming... go in uh, cycles, you know? Like, in the 70s, there was more acceptance than there was in the 80s. Um, uh, just, I mean, not that it was much better, but... I um, mean... I don't know. I'm going to have to, like, read several books on that then, because that doesn't... But, no. Like, I don't think it had a whole lot to do with AIDS. I think it had a whole lot to do with, like, AIDS was bad because gay was bad. I mean, AIDS was bad, but the gays were getting it. And that was funny because the gays were getting it, you know? Um, let's see. I lost my spot. Lost my spot! <laughs> um, yeah, so wow. his crowds were assholes. Um... At this point, his personal and professional life uh, started to kind of unravel, understandably. So from 1990 to 1993, he bounced between six different clubs and received a 265-pound fine and 28-day driving ban for speeding and failing to have his license when pulled over in 1992. In 1993, he moved to the U.S. to coach a boys' team in Georgia. Uh, moved to playing for the Atlanta Ruckus, like what on earth is that, bounced to the Miramar Rangers in New Zealand in 1997, and then retired and moved to Maryland to coach the Maryland Mania. So (laughs) that's a lot of planes. Yeah, that's for sure. It's insanity. Yeah, and so the whole time he was open and giving interviews about his sexuality, which... in turn, was not doing great for his mental health, I think, and his and his professional, you know, like, it, it sucks, but it, it was not helping his career at all, and it wasn't helping his mental health, and, you know, the whole thing, like, it's, it's, you know, you gotta be proud of him for being out and being loud, despite 
you know, all the all that stuff, but it's, you know. I don't know. I feel like there comes a point where where like when it's affecting you so badly, you you kind of got to step back, you know. Um there was a BBC poll for the sports personality of the year in 1996, way in the beginnings of the internet. Um gather around children there was once a time when the internet was basically just you could like email people and so you would email in votes when things like the bbc had competitions and there was a campaign to get um get uh justin to win and so like tons and tons of votes for him came in and they were all invalidated and thrown out of the competition by the bbc so bbc Good job, BBC. Yeah, you seem to have gotten better, but like, yay, you know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, they've gotten they, better. They seem to have gotten better, but God knows. So in 1998, a 17-year-old in Maryland told police that Justin had sexually assaulted him. Uh, homosexual acts were still illegal in Maryland at the time, so way to go, Maryland. The boy claimed it happened while he was passed out from drinking, but he started to wake up during it. The police questioned uh, Justin on April 3rd, but pressed no charges at that point. When they came back with a search warrant, they found that his apartment was completely cleaned out and that he was missing. He was charged oh. in absentia with second-degree assault, er, second sexual assault, first and second-degree assault. And the, sex, the sexual assault on its own carried a 20-year maximum sentence in maryland at the time so maximum Uh not minimum um but by that time justin had fled to fairchild place i didn't look this up sordich sordich london he ran to london so on may 4th 1998 he broke into a garage and he died by hanging a note he left uh denied the charges blamed his being gay as the reason for his career downfall and said he believed he could never receive a fair trial because he was gay. And so he wasn't, you know, going to take the chance. Um, I never saw anything about the allegations coming up ever again after this. It was just like, star footballer takes life, star footballer, blah, 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 whatever. Um, he's still huh. a celebrated footballer. Um, both classical and contemporary songs have been written in his honor. A team was named after him in Brighton, and he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in February 2020. Um, wow. Again, like, I can't find anything about, you know, any allegations, so I don't know what happened to that youth. Like, I'd like to know. <laughs> um, yeah. In 2012, John, his brother... Gave an interview saying Justin wasn't gay, just an attention seeker, which is, you know, before the interview he gave, you know, this year when he said that, like, he could, his family couldn't handle that he w- was gay. And so, like, he had given his brother money to not come out as gay. So, um, who's the attention seeker here? You know, <laughs> like, seems like the person who changes his story, probably the attention seeker, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so that well. is the <laughs> life of, I mean, a very, very short synopsis. Yeah, that ended as a kind of weird ending. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... It kind of leaves me with mixed feelings. Yeah. What do you mean? 
as, um, a, as a literature teacher, I'm learning to ask what you mean by your emotions. Did he actually do it? Yeah. Um, did he run away because he did it, or did he actually think he couldn't get a fair trial? You know, right? Yeah, that's where my dad why is. why would he run to England when they when he knows that there's an extradic extradition extradiction Dyson. Dyson, actually, yeah, whatever, um, agreement between our countries, you know? Like, he went there specifically um, with suicide on his mind, I would think. But then why wouldn't he just do it in the U.S.? Hmm. Um, Maybe he just wanted to be home. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's uh, huh. troubling. Yeah. I don't know. Let's yeah. go to the gardening. The gardening? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, let's move on to that. Naked gardening? Yeah. I, mean, I don't think we'll be doing Technically, I naked can garden gardening. naked if I really wanted to, because I have some, like... Since you're just doing it in the windsill? Well, I just sill. have some seedlings that I need to start and uh, figure out where I can get some light. And, yeah, uh, eventually I need to kick out the storm window. <laughs> Dad's, um... Uh, me and Dad's garden is going amazing. Uh, we were, definitely weren't naked out there, but mm-hmm. um, like I, we had a rototiller. I tug tore all that up, and we got um, we have a bunch of peppers. We have corn. We have uh, squash. We have zucchini. Squabosh? We have squash. I think oh. it just came through weird, <laughs> but yeah, it's a pretty sweet little garden. Dad was um, telling me that someone has too much asparagus and they're selling it for like $4 a pound. That's or way too much. Yeah, there's th- like way too much asparagus. But I mean, that's not a good price for asparagus, right? For isn't a pound? It, isn't it like uh, at the grocery market, like about like 97 cents a pound? Not for a pound. I don't think so. Well, and plus, I mean, it's like homegrown and everything. Yeah, like, that's true. I wonder if we'll be able to barter with our stuff at all because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people, you know, yeah. we're, you know, we're trying to, everyone is trying to rely on their uh, local stuff right now. Victory you know? Gardens. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice to have a Victory Garden. It'd be nice to have sunlight. You can uh, help be a part of this garden of ours. Yeah, but I want... Everyone out there, gardening is a great uh, way to pass the time when you're in quarantine. I would highly recommend it. I want my own it's, garden. It's peaceful. I think I'm just going to dig a garden in my backyard. <laughs> by the apartment? Yeah, by the apartment below <laughs> us. She'll be like, what are you doing? And I'll be like, you want to come grow some tomatoes? <laughs> you could have a um, hydroponic garden inside your house. Well, I see, I've looked up stuff like that, and I'm pretty sure if I buy that stuff, I'm just going to get arrested. Um, not if you're just growing normal vegetables. Yeah. But I, I get you're saying you don't want um, to have I just to don't want the, the police coming into your house yeah. and doing a whole search and testing your stuff. They'd probably end up destroying a lot of your vegetables. Yeah, I don't need, I just don't need that warrant, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's just annoying. But I did have a grow lamp for a while for my seedlings last time, um, which Where was then destroyed. 
and uh, and then my seedlings were left out in a downpour, and they were destroyed. What destroyed the lamp? I'm stepping on it, I believe. Oh, do you think it's fixable? Think I could? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have it. It's where I left it. Oh. Yeah, I just left it there. Yeah. Well, never mind then. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, um, should I uh, go into our? little stuff here before we ha- hear from the unicorn? Yeah, I think the unicorn would like to get off of this topic. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so if you guys would like to like us, we would like you a lot. Um, please like our Facebook page. We'll, <laughs> please uh, like we'll our give, Facebook page. We'll give you money. We'll give you uh, power, whatever. we. Well, we don't have either of those things. We've got but... like 70-something people on there, don't we? I think so. Well, so I think the, the page has a lot more than No, I think the has page has that. 70 and the group oh. has 40. So, um the the 100th person to like the page is going to get What do you think a t-shirt? Yeah, I think a t-shirt sounds about right. Cool. Yeah, it, it might be the, the my mom likes my podcast. It could be that one. Or I mean like maybe um, tell us your favorite logo. quote and we'll put it on there, you know? Whatever. Yeah. And then we'll the, still probably put a logo on there. But. Every 50th person who joins the group gets at least a sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe some bonus content or something like that. Yeah. We can give you a, uh, we might Ooh, make, they get there are like little passes episode. to Patreon. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. And they don't, it doesn't have to be on Patreon. They just get to pick a bonus episode that we'll do. And maybe it'll be longer than usual. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Um, so every 50th person who joins the Facebook group, which is called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. Also, if you guys want to hashtag or add us or fleeble flobble, tweet and twat, um, we are uh, <laughs> we're on Twitter and Instagram as Queer All Year Pod. So make sure you get that pod in there. Oh, um, and I wanted to, to say, um, the other day I did a very, very brief episode on um, the history of HIV. Um, the Getting Off podcast right now is doing a very uh, in-depth, awesome uh, kind of series on um, laws about um, spreading disease when you know you have it. So they're focusing on like, you know, it's t- it's kind of tied into COVID, but it's... Um, focused on like these hiv cases that uh, were seen in the past where like at least one person that i know of knew they were hiv positive and they like kind of were maliciously spreading it so there's that um so i would i would say go check out the getting off podcast so um at patreon.com slash queer all year you can get our bonus episodes you can get videos you can get ringtones you can get bloopers it's pretty great stuff cat has uh, her best bonus episodes in there i would definitely recommend checking it out at patreon.com slash queer all year and um i, I don't know you want me to do the ratings this time yeah hey, if you want sure maybe you'll but, do them better <clears throat> yeah um one of the big parts of our podcast or getting our podcast to grow is getting ratings and reviews on uh, your iTunes uh, app 
or it's the podcast app, or on Spotify, or wherever you uh, get your podcasts. Any of that stuff is great. Uh, Five-star reviews are really what we want. Um, need. So, yeah, need. And then your reviews, uh, feel free to, to give us um, constructive criticism. We'd really like that a lot. But you, you could also put it on our... Uh, in the Queer All Year Mafia page. Uh, I mean, you could that... say, I mean, like, your review could just be like, I also like unicorns, you know? That kind of thing. Yeah. But, you and, know, constructive um, criticism is good as well. But everybody likes unicorns. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you want to go into the unicorn? Yeah, the unicorn would like to talk to us. And this is a Saturday, uh, which means that the unicorn is taking tomorrow off because tomorrow is uh, Sabbath, yeah. the, the unicorn Sabbath. Hmm. So today the unicorn says, now is a perfect time to tell yourself what a great job you're doing. Don't wait for someone else to. Nice. Yep. And that is advice that I need to hear every single day. And I'm never right. going to take yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and take it and I'm not going to take it. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well. Cat, good job. I give you praise on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I give you praise on the podcast because you're the one who does everything. <laughs> uh, well, no, you do all the research. I do all the annoying stuff like letting GarageBand destroy our files. Yeah, but, but that's But now like we are officially stuff. we are officially on to Logic Pro with my uh, USB interface, so I'm finally got uh, that taken care of. Awesome. So. We yeah. would love it if people out there would say that we're awesome. Give you know, give us some sort of feedback, positive feedback, because we yeah. know we're even awesome. word of mouth is great too. Yeah, like, tell your friends about. Tell the your friends about us because we're super cool, and your friends don't know about us, and they should. And if you're if you're close to anyone that you think would be a good uh, interview on this show. Uh, yes. or even yourself, please uh, reach out to us because we want to start adding a lot of that to it. And if anyone from A, a Paranormal Chicks is listening, can someone get a, get with Kara, uh, Carrie and Donna and have them reply to me when I ask them if we can do a, <laughs> a thing together? Because I, like, for Facebook it friends, girls... It would be girls, very sweet. Anyway. <laughs> it would be uh, a great opportunity. It would be awesome. Um, it'd be awesome to be with so many awesome people. Um, I was going to say something, and I lost it. It's mm. gone. Was it about the universe? No, it was going to become the universe. Um, but don't <laughs> we all become the universe? Or the universe becomes us. Or maybe we are the universe. That must be it. Well, yeah. We are uh, the yeah. universe, and therefore we are all exactly where the universe wants us to be. Good night and good luck. Hey.